Welcome back, boys and girls. It's the Pick Your Poison podcast from Memphis, where we are live and alive. Locked down and ready to give some locks for week two. Coming off a big week one, we are ready to roll. Let's get it. One was a uh, was quite the roller coaster. Doozy. It was a doozy, some might say. Uh, we'll go ahead and give a quick recap. This is through week one, so counting the week zero locks, leading the pack at plus four point two units. The hog himself, Bert, nine and seven overall, but had some two unit winners last week. To be plus four point two units coming in second place. With a record of nine and three, you heard that right, nine and three, Boomer. What about seventy-five percent on his bets, plus four point one units. Not a lot of multi-unit plays, but still hot off the press. Pullman Profiteer checking in third, seven and eight, but his Northwestern Week Zero money line has him plus two units. Last place for now, but not for long. Rebs Bagman, yours truly. 12 and 13, had a lot, fired off a lot of bets last weekend, minus 1.3 units overall. Look, I went golfing on Memorial Day, or on Labor Day, cleared my head, took a laxative, cleared my body, just <laughs> full flush the system, done with all of the got first two weeks. Got the stinkers out of here. Got the stinkers out, literally, and physically, and metaphorically. And we were ready for week two. Quick recap of week one. We had an electric uh, Florida-Utah game. Anthony Richardson, AR-15. Is he a Heisman favorite? I say yes. Utah coming in, Pac-12. They stink. It's an SEC team. We called that on the Pick Your Poison podcast. Burt's Hogs took care of Cincinnati. Just top as we, 25 win. Just as we said. Burt Solid, was a, just easy win. A nice and easy intro into, the, into a covering week one for Sam Pittman as he does. You were in attendance. What was the crowd like? Oh, the crowd was great. Just like y'all said, there was not a point in the t- in the game where we didn't think we were going to win. Score, you know, was was pretty close. But I'm pumped about our hog. Did, uh, did, did Cincinnati have anybody there? Uh, yeah, actually, um, whew, this is bad. Uh, this one Cincinnati fan was like two rows ahead of us, and he did a whole like come up at me. He's oh, like, yeah. pointing at his cock. Yeah, the, the, the Nick Curios just come, yeah, come get yeah, that double spot. Not nearly as cool as Nick Curios. And then his buddy literally had the audacity, and I knew this was going to come. I knew this was going to happen. He goes, how many playoffs have y'all been to? Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Oh, oh, I'm man. like, we've won the same round of playoff we, games as yeah, we have, we, we, do, yeah. we do not want to go there, man. Dude, that's like, that's like, that I'm is, sure that was said all over the stadium at, at every yeah. single altercation. Yeah. For the most part, the Cincinnati fans I talked to were, were pretty cool, but those two dweebs. Yeah, that, that's that's a sad. Yeah. Where you're, like, I don't know. I mean, like, yes, that was, that's awesome that you made the playoffs. Congrats to on. you, but don't use that as a and bragging You're point. down 14. Because you, if you're an SEC West, you would have made yeah, you would have never even stepped foot in the playoffs. Like you cakewalk through your easy ass schedule. Don't come stepping in when you're down fourteen and put back in your place just like you were when you made the playoff. Bert Hogs looked good, moved up in the polls. Us Rebs it did exactly what we say. We wouldn't be talking about it week Blah. two. It was a whatever game. We have four preseason games before our season actually starts. So we'll be four and zero. Running By backs that, are good. Running backs are some might say. Electric defense looked pretty good. Defense was flying around, tackling, QB game tackling. O line, a little more sus, to be desired, but uninspiring, some might say. Yeah, but they're fresh. I've never known Lane Kiffin to not figure this out, and he's got three more weeks to do so. So not worried, not worried. That was week one, boys and girls. Let's get right into week two. Let's get right into week two. To start us off, we got well. First, uh, we need to dial in Pullman here. True, he's, true. He's on these first. Two he's games on these first games. Got. A Friday night game. So let's give Pullman a quick call so he can give us his lock. Hello, Pullman. 
What's going on? Had a rough Thursday night, but rebounded well with a 6-1 and one Saturday. Week one went pretty well. Yeah, you know, I decided to bang my head on Thursday night, but uh, rebounded, got myself to a respectable spot. That's what it's all about. Hey, you know, when, the, when, when Vegas comes out on Thursday, the first night of college football, and puts the two big games within a half point of the spread, they remind us every now and then that, you know, they are daddy. Yes. But, hey, Daddy sometimes gets handcuffed and spanked around a little bit, which is what we're <laughs> going to do week two to Big Vegas. So let's get right into the picks, Boomer. What's the Friday night game? All right, so we've got Louisville at UCF. UCF is a five-and-a-half-point favorite, totals at 61-and-a-half. Uh, Pullman, what, what do you got here? Well, first off, Pullman, do, let me ask you something real quick. Do you remember this game from last year? Absolutely. I, I mean – Early, so a lot of people forgot it. It was either I think it was Friday night last year too. It was uh, uh, one of the most nuts games of the year. Result, I think it, uh, Dylan Gabriel threw a pick six that he also got knocked out of the rest of the season for. Correct? Yes, that was with like two minutes left. He threw a pick six to Louisville, and they were like up two scores. No, right? hold on, Louisville Malik Cunningham. It was tied at thirty-five. Malik Cunningham throws a pick. UCF's like going crazy, thinking they're about to get the ball back and drive down the field. 30 seconds later, Dylan Gabriel not only throws a pick, but gets knocked out for the rest of the year, and the pick goes back for a touchdown to seal a 42-35 win with seven seconds left for Louisville. So this is a big recurring theme for this week. We talked about it last week, the revenge factor. We're 1-0 on revenge factor games with Memphis losing to Mississippi State after that crazy referee revenge game. This is another revenge game spot for me with UCF coming off that crazy loss last year. Pullman, how do you see this one going? Yeah, uh, I think I texted you what, on uh, Tuesday morning about this game. Yes. I, you know, I, I actually ended up getting a bad line, so um, could be a total sucker bet for me, but I love UCF here. So I'm, I'm going to put two units UCF uh, minus five and a half. I mean, what Louisville put out week one against Syracuse, that, that was the worst performance of the week by a Power 5 team, right? Yeah. Oregon. This, yeah, Oregon looked horrible. Right. But, I mean, that's, that's also Georgia. against a good team. Yeah, yeah. Louisville lost 31-7 to Syracuse as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. That's, what would you, you call there, Bagman? Bagman uh, said, <laughs> I want the best quarterback and the better team who won 41-3 to the year before. I was on Louisville. Like I said, I, I fully you, you said it was trappy. It was very yeah. trappy, and I fully cleansed my body of those type picks. I'm back this week. Pullman, I'm right there with you. UCF, conventional wisdom. So I have I have a lot of conflicting system plays. Usually week two, I take whatever type of overreaction happened week one, like, oh, Louisville sucks. They lost at Syracuse. And... UCF, oh, John Rice Plumley, five touchdowns, 500 yards. But this is like a double overreaction game, which I would normally be all over Louisville. But I think I'm, I'm sticking with, like I said, from week one, revenge factor wins out. UCF starred this game from the beginning. And after week one, Louisville might just stink. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I think that, that one thing that you can be able to decide on this, because I like you said, I do like to kind of go off of people overreacting one way or the other. However, I think how big of a stinker Louisville put up yeah. that first week against Syracuse, like, I think that's just, like, you just stink. Like, like that basically is that. Like, 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 UCF is not as good as they looked that first week, obviously, but I think Louisville probably is as bad Pullman, as they look. do you think the Louisville players like Satterfield, the head coach? Oh, God, no. Um... I, the only reason I don't I think he's not been run out is because with the NIL stuff he has been capitalizing, but it's like yeah, don't they have a very good recruiting Yeah, they do. He all, but he did describe Louisville as the fa- his favorite part about the town is the airport and how easy it is to get in and out of there. <laughs> so that's not exactly endearing himself to the fan base. So I don't, or the players. But we also have to pull for our boy. JRP. Yeah, it is JRP on a Friday night. Like, I, I don't know. The bounce house is going to be electric. Oh, it is going to be bumping. They're going to be bouncing like like Wisconsin on jump around. Bert, you got a read on this game? I'm, I'm kind of going. Oh, I'm, I'm riding with all y'all here. The Not the revenge factor spot goes through my mind, but the 
well, what is there to play for? UCF already want to know, and in their conference, like just beat Cincinnati and uh, win, beat everybody else, and there's a lot to play for. You're on what year five of Malik Cunningham, and you're already one and own or own one in a very embarrassing fashion. There's nothing to play for week two already for Louisville. So give me UCF. Got to be and a toxic little bit of, uh, a little bit of a revenge factor as well. Yeah, Boomer or I guess uh, Pullman. You got anything left in this game? All right, so next one we got is South Carolina at Arkansas. Arkansas coming off a big win last weekend. They're an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Total set at 52-and-a-half. Uh, let's start off with Burt here. It's a big win, but it didn't give us big win vibes up in Fayetteville. And I think that's a good That's thing. just expected. Yeah, exactly. That, that's where the program is now. So uh, this, this <laughs> made me feel real good about it because, obviously, we're, we're pumped that we won. But um, I'm at Theo's, uh, Fayetteville's finest restaurant. Shout out to you. And um, I'm going to the bathroom. Turn around. What'd you get? I got the... Oh, uh, shit. Do you even remember? Dude, How drunk were you? I don't know. I was very... Big panda. I got a... Well, <laughs> as an appetizer, I got a, a double shot of... Double Woodford. Espresso, so double espresso I got a TV. double shot of Woodford, Woodford on, on the rocks. As an appetizer. And forgot. That, they call that the, 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 the uh, Pittman special, right? The double well, Woodford. Like, well, I don't know if you listen to the post-game presser, but he likes the old cold beer. Oh, wow, cool. He's a cool boy. He goes, I'm not promoting it. I like old cold beer. Anyways, I take my piss. I turn around, and uh, there's Bumper Pool just standing right behind me. I said, Bumper, good game, man. And he says, thank you, but we're, we're not happy. We can, we can play so much better. And uh, Bumper's kind of walking away. I go, hey, Bumper. He turns around. I said, as a fan, we thought so, too. And he goes, well, thank you for thinking that. And we're going to play. <laughs> Did you ask him to come on the pod next week? I should have, dude, because he made that announcement on uh, that he was coming back on some random podcast. Yeah. And we were texting you, like, we need to find someone to come back. Because that podcast had less city. listens than we have. Now, I tried to get the podcast on the news. I was on the news Saturday night in Fayetteville. I shout out the pod that didn't air that part. R.I.P. Um, anyways, that's all I needed to hear yeah. to take the Hogs this week. Spencer Rattler was a joke. It took, um, it took two block punts. Now, that does kind of scare me. Beamer Ball was in full effect week one. With two block punt touchdowns, but South Carolina, I, I thought Cincinnati was a good football team. Yeah, I really did. They're, like they're they, solid. Yeah, they made the playoffs last year. Aside from that one fan, they were pretty respectable. Or those two fans, um, they were a solid football team. They had a good offensive line, good defensive line. They had pretty good receivers. Uh, there were some sketchy parts about our team, but it's week one, just like y'all said. Lane's gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. KJ's gonna figure it out. We left a lot on the table yeah. as well. I, I'm taking the Hogs minus eight and a half, but I also like the over here. I think it's at 52 and a half. Let me ask you something. Do y'all have some quarterbacks that are injured, might not play? Yeah, so we're down uh, Catalan and Sluster, which okay. is huge. Um, also, the last time South Carolina came to Fayetteville and the running back was wearing number five, 321 rushing yards, SEC record, and Steve Spurrier left Darren McFadden off his Heisman ballot which prevented him from getting the Heisman Trophy. I'm sure Darren McFadden's going to be calling up Rocket Sanders early Saturday morning, reminding him of this. Rocket Sanders was 322 like, yards, Rocket Sanders. Rocket Rush Sanders was like younger. four years old when that happened, I'm sure. Hey, he definitely hey, remembers that. Hey, hey, Bagman, remind me not to let uh, Bert start off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First time talking about an Arkansas game. Got to rain it in a little bit. <laughs> You're probably not going to hear me the rest of the episode. I've got it all out. That was it. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's definitely more Arkansas references to be made. Pullman. Is he done? Sorry, I walked away for a bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I hope you had a full meal during that that, uh, soliloquy. Hey, I took the hogs. (laughs) I I wanted to bring this up that uh, Bert texted me uh, Saturday evening. It was the uh, lost helmet tracker for Arkansas against Cincinnati. Bert, do you remember what that number was? Yeah, 10 lost helmets. Ten, I, I love that number. I, I feel like when, when you have ten lost helmets the week before, the spread of your game at a minimum should be ten. I, I think South Carolina, this is a real prove-it game. Like, are, are they actually good, or are they just kind no of like the team that's better than Missouri? So it's just really don't know yet. Arkansas at home, I feel like it should be probably closer to like a ten to thirteen point spread. So as long as it's within that, you know, give me the Hawks. Eight and a half is just a lot for me with the Hogs having some DBs out. Yeah, I, but I do not trust. I do not trust Spencer Rattler. Like just because he changed colors of maroon, 
from Oklahoma to South Carolina does not mean he all of a sudden became a good quarterback. He literally got his starting job taken from him by a freshman last year because he sucked. I don't love the eight and a half. I, I don't know. This is a really tough spot for me. I'm going to take the over because of what you said. I think South Carolina stinks against the run, and Rocket Sanders is going to run up and down the field. KJ Jefferson is going to run up and down the field. 53 points isn't a ton, and with South Carolina ha- or with the Hogs having some DBs out, I think and, South Carolina Cincinnati missed some some touchdowns. Yeah, because I think, of those DBs being out, I, I think, think they can put up some points. I think this is gets into like a 35 to 28 type game, where it's, I think it's that eight and a half is a scary number for me. But I like the over of 53. Boom, what you got? I, I just I think this this number is very sus. Like highly I, sus. I I feel like it should be higher, and that all that that leads me to be. I'm taking South Carolina. Yeah. The uh, I I think I'm just gonna go against the, all all of y'all. Uh, Sam Pittman only does. I I am a hog, and I hope y'all win the game. But I don't know. This there's something just seems off about this. It's game. like the state game last year. Y'all didn't play y'all's best. I don't know. Eight and a half point spread at the open. It's still sitting at eight and a half with seventy percent of bets and money on Arkansas. I know it's early in the week, and I think that's going to get higher on just Arkansas. A, just yeah. a little bit of the tickler. Cause I, cause I think y'all are way better than them. I, I, I think better. it should be fourteen Sam, points. Sam has owned Vegas so far, not only in win totals but against the spread. So every week when I see a line, it kind of scares me. But I, I why is Vegas probably continuing with, to doubt Sam? What will end up being on my card is probably the over because I like I like what you said there. Yeah. I, I think that's the safest bet. Pullman, anything else on this one? Uh, hilarious that the SEC used to make these two teams play every year. I mean, I miss it. I mean, is that not the most awkward rivalry of all time? <laughs> it was like it was one of those where it just straight up wasn't. Both teams refused <laughs> to believe it was a rivalry, just like when y'all played Vandy. It's yeah, like it's not a rivalry. It's like the civil conflict. Like it was yeah. not a rivalry until they until they put a ridiculous name on it and made it a rivalry. I feel like they are like the, the way they are similar though. It's like Columbia and Fayetteville are two cities where if like you want to go out and party and not remember anything, like those are two college towns that's, like top of the list. That's oh, true. Yeah. Great college towns were relevant every now and then. Yeah, right on the cusp. Yeah, good songs playing in the background of stadiums. Yeah, can be unique kind of lit. Unique mascots. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. They both came in the SEC at the same time. You might die in a barn. Yeah. I mean, all these things play in, in Columbia and Fayetteville. Pullman, anything else on this game? Or you got? I know these are the two you want to talk about. Any other games you like this week? Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of circling Vandy Wade. I don't know why, but I, I just got a feeling something stupid might happen in that. Well, well that, that's, that's the next game we have, so we might as well talk about it. Yeah. Is is Vandy going to hit their season total on the on the third game we here? We did give out season win total. Vandy over 2.5. I mean, we were already at 2-0. and oh. I did not expect Sam Hartman to be back this early. I will say yeah. that bumped up the line a little bit. Yeah. I would have loved... Moved, it moved... From when that was announced, it moved... Three three and a half points. Uh, I would expect it more, honestly. Yeah. Uh, what is it now? What's the spread? So it, so when I was looking at it this morning, it was nine points, and then right yes, now now it's twelve and a half. Real quick. But uh, the Sam one, Hartman is a stud. I put Pullman. Remember me and you took him to win the Heisman last year. Oh my God! We thought we had hit the very middle. Yeah, he was fifty to one. Yeah, so in this one, I think I'm just gonna take the over. Vandy's been—I mean, Grant, they've played Hawaii and what Elon, yeah, or whoever the hell that is. But they have put managed to show that they can put up some points. So I think I'm on the over in this game. What's it at? Sixty-five and a half. Ooh. Look, I mean, I get Sam Hartman's a stud or was a stud last year, and he's been in the system for forever. But the kid has literally not been allowed to play football for like a month, and now all of a sudden. He comes back. The public swings the. What was his injury? It was a heart. It was like a, a medical related illness where like the medical staff. It wasn't like a knee uh, or an elbow or something. It was like a heart clot or something. Uh, Damn, and you don't you don't really practice that all. No, you, those. you do not. And so like I get that he can probably step back in and know what he's doing, but at the same time, I don't love taking Vandy here, cause especially because okay no. Give me Wake Forest. I'm laying the twelve and a half. Part of me wanted money line. I, I'm gonna. I have Vandy. If Vandy wins outright, we're, we're rich I already. I already win three units on my Vandy two and a half on the year. So I'm gonna take Wake Forest and lay the points, just because. Okay, if the twelve point middle occurs, sure. But 
I'm going to lay the points with Sam Hartman coming back. Vandy should not be a 12-point favorite to any Power 5 team. Underdog, I mean. Pullman, I know you circled it. What are you feeling? I, I'm thinking right now, it, it's looking like there's a high chance to rain, and it could go up more. So just imagine imagine a dirty, uh, well, i, I got to remember the name, uh, First Bank Stadium, first game at the new stadium. You know? Will you be there? Uh, unfortunately not. Wow. Wait, Vandy has a new stadium? Stadium name. <laughs> oh. Wait, you're telling me you're like, not going to be at the Vandy shit. game in the rain? This could be the first ever Vandy Wade game that's happened that I wasn't in Tennessee. Wow. Breaking. So, so who do you like? I'm telling you, if the weather keeps getting worse, I think I have my money line Vandy. Alright. That is electric. I mean, that would be a shocker. Clark Lee and his bald-ass head. Would look good on the sidelines with some rain dripping off of it. Maybe, maybe Vandy is building a national championship Forest. contender. Yeah, it, it is Wake Forest. Like, they're Vandy East. I mean, they're Vandy with a really good quarterback. I, I, I don't know. Billy Dan said it best. If they call Alabama the Crimson Tide, call me Deacon Blues. They're the <laughs> biggest losers ever. I love it. Bird, do you want to read on this one? Um, so, I was actually looking uh, at my, my sheet, and I had Wake Forest minus nine. And just like Boomer was talking, all of a sudden it's at plus 12 and a half. I forgot I had weight Forest minus nine, took Vandy plus 12 and a half, which tells me that I'm a sucker yeah, for this game sucker. right now. I, don't, I really don't like what I'm uh, doing or thinking about it, so I'm off the game for now. I just have to wait for Saturday for that pick. Carl come out on Saturday. Pullman, you got anything else on the weekend? Uh, no, that's it for me. All right, we'll wait for the card on Saturday. Pullman will come in hot with some additional money lines, I'm sure, and uh, we'll look forward to next week. Peace. Peace. Love you. Later. All right, Boomer, let's get right into our next one. All right, so next game we've got, this, this is a big one here, Bama at UT. Uh, UT's catching 20 points, totals at 65 and a half, bag man. Yeah, give me Bama first half. Don't even, I'm not even going to say anything more. <laughs> Just auto play, Bama first half, 10 and a half. Not even a question. Well, I think we're all on that. Yeah. So, besides that, if, is there uh, anything else? Pat McAfee on College Game Day in Athens will be, or, yeah, in uh, Austin will be electric. I'm glad that that's a perfect. Oh, he's, he's on Game yeah, Day? Yeah, he's on. Uh, they brought, or he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's like taking over Lee Corso now. Oh, so he's. I think they're going to transition Lee out. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, he's, they, he's a full-time, he's full-time on that's, College Game Day. That's going to be interesting. So, they're going to slow, which is a perfect one with him. No, that is a great love. Well, no, no, he's really good, game. but I'm saying I'm interested to see how he meshes with the rest of them because that's that's nope. a very that's very two different yeah. people that are your different like out. vibes they got going. He'll yeah. be sleeveless up there. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be very good. Uh, I don't know. I don't trust Texas at all. Nick Saban against a former assistant. Uh, the number is really freaking high, though. I I would like to take the Texas team total under as well. Everyone, <clears throat> the the over is getting hammered by the public. People thinking that you know Bama's going to score and that Texas can maybe keep up. I don't think so. I think that Bama's D with Will Anderson and that D line is ridiculous. So I don't even know what Texas team total is here. It's probably around like twenty four. But yeah, give me. I would take the Texas team total under. I don't like the spread either way. I could see. I don't know. I could, that's a that's just a huge number on the road in this. So. Give me, obviously, Bama first half. That's an auto lock. And then Texas team total under is another play. Bert, you got anything else besides first half? Y'all y'all always do first half. I get a little bit more greedy. I always do first quarter for Bama. I've been what, doing first you know quarter. What it is? Four and a half. Four and a half. That is nothing. That's a first drive touchdown, a second drive stop. That's assuming they get the, the ball first. Regardless, dude. More like Quinn Sewers because he's going <laughs> to stink. He's in the gutter. He is in the gutter. Um, he does look like his hair belongs in the gutter. His hair does belong in the gutter. But, like, if you were playing gutter ball in the pool against this Bama defense, he would never make it in the gutter. No, definitely not. So, so the Texas team total is at 22.5. Yeah, sure. That's that's over three touchdowns. Texas is 7-1 and one against Bama all time. 0-1 oh against Who get, I mean, when was the last time Isn't they played? That crazy? Uh, we'll save the national championship game. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I like no, no. Just fun stat. No, that is fun. That is kind of fun. Is that that's outright not even against the spread? Just all time. Yeah. Yeah, that probably goes back to like the nineteen fifties or mm-hmm. something. But all right, I think we've all. I, I don't know. That game is is the. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's 
consensus quake first half or first quarter. Yeah. <clears throat> Take Bama here. Early Bama. We love that. Take us on our next one. All right. So next one we got here. A rematch from last year. UT is at Pitt. UT, uh, University of Tennessee, for all of you Texas people, uh, is at Pitt. <laughs> Pitt is catching six and a half points. Total is at 65 and a half points. Bert, how about you start us off here? Well, I'm, I'm glad you clarified because our numbers in Austin are through the roof these days. <laughs> glad, glad you specified UT there. Bert, lead us off. Um, this is a this is a toughie. Yeah, this is this is a real toughie because it obviously at first glance you're thinking let's choose the uh, the higher ranked team home, but uh, dude, I thought I think I know that's the system. I know it was Ball State. <laughs> we'll get teams ranked. But uh, ten- Tennessee covered for Boomer first half yeah. last week, like already. And so uh, Tennessee can put up points. I know it's week one. They are a flying under the national radar kind of team. Give me Tennessee minus six and a half. I know that's probably a, a I don't know, maybe a squarish bet, but I think they're going to do it. No, it's definitely a square bet, but I'm on the same side here. I'm back on the revenge factor. Pitt came into Knoxville last year, won a crazy game, back and forth all game. The over hit by a billion. I, everyone's hammering their over this year, too. Give me Tennessee in a revenge spot. I know they're laying six and a half on the road, but I do not trust Pitt. They didn't exactly inspire me against West Virginia last week. Hinton Hooker versus Keaton Slovis. Give me a hooker. I don't know. Pitt won a crazy emotional game, and they got another big game this week. Tennessee's been focused on this one from before Ball State, so give me the balls. Laying less, and this is another. We have too many system plays. We got a revenge factor. We've got your take the six and a half, lay the seven and a half. Too many system plays in this one. Which system you follow? Well, I have so many conflicting things going in my mind. It, it, but I so I have to, you know, focus, get back to basics, get back to square one, square one fundamentals. So I'm going system play. I'm taking pit plus six and a half. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about them having to hang over after a big. Big rivalry game and kind of a crazy game in a itself. Additional extra extra rest though Thursday yeah. night game. Yeah, th- yeah, that's true. They'll have extra rest, and uh, but but the one thing I will say that we will know after this, we will know a lot about Tennessee mm-hmm. after this game. If Tennessee goes in there and wins this game, I'm like, okay, they they're the Tennessee because I I was one that was high on Tennessee to start the year. Yep. I think they're going to be a 9-10 win team. You took their team total over. I took their team total over, but I'm going to take the points. I think this is going to be a close game. You got you have Tennessee on their full, can, on their full season over. So. I'm ready to get juiced out. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll go on to the next game. Uh, so we've got Houston at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is minus three. Totals at 63 and a half. Bagman, what, what are you thinking here? Yeah, so, like I said, there's so many revenge factor games this year. Last year, Texas Tech went into Houston, who was ranked 17th at the time, opening weekend, and kicked Houston's ass 38-21. So, revenge factor here would tell me to take Houston, but the other system play is the... Ranked team as an underdog on the road, you take the favorite every time, which would be Texas Tech. So I'm having to go back and forth. I've told myself this year I'm going revenge factor. Give me Houston. I know they had a crazy triple overtime win against UTSA last week. Give me Dana Holgerson catching points on the road. Texas Tech, I don't know a ton about. I think their quarterback is out too. Star that. Skyler Moore, something like that. He's out. He's out. Texas Tech quarterback's out. The backup played against State in yeah, the bowl game last bowl year and looked pretty good. So, I don't know. I guess their backup's decent. They have quarterbacks for days. Yeah, it's Texas Tech. But give me Houston catching the three on the road in a revenge factor game. Bert, what you got? Yeah, right on the revenge factor thing. Um, and for the exact same reasons, I really don't have much new to add here. Other than I, I really don't think Texas Tech is supposed to be that great this year. So, are you on Houston? Yeah, I'm on Houston. Did you look at some like bet percentages? Because everyone's on Texas Tech. No, I, that really didn't change my mind very no. much. It's just more so. I think Houston probably some momentum. UTSA is a good football team, like a well coached football very team. Very good. And that was a that was a nice little comeback they had. You know, and like if you can prove if you can, I think You've week two is the week that you really show the kind of football team you are. And like week one, you know, you have to work out some kinks, but 
dude, they worked out some kinks when they really needed to at the end of the game against UTSA. And so I think you kind of ride high. I know it's just like, what, a one-point win against uh, Texas San Antonio, but that's enough to get the juices flowing to beat Texas Yeah, Tech. I mean, I mean I'm gonna pro- it's plus three. I'm probably going to take the money line and get better odds. Boomer. Uh, I'm on tech here. This might be some bias from from my days uh, living with a couple tech guys, but uh, tech tech is three and zero against Houston all time, and also three and zero against the spread. Oh, uh, so I I think we're going to see this trend continue here. Um, I, I that just adds to my revenge factor <clears throat> play, though. Yeah, no, I, I understand that, but I, but I kind of think this is like Big Brother beating yeah, up on Little yeah. Brother. Even though they don't necessarily play all the time. No, but like Tech and Lubbock and yeah, Houston. well, they, yeah, Houston. Houston's always going to be that you're the city school. Yeah. Instead of the state school, whatever. Tech's got their eye on Houston at all times. So. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, so I, I think I think Tech's going to handle them here, so I'll, I'll uh, give up three points. All right, Boomer's been fading, fading the rest of the boys. Me and Bird have been on a lot. Yeah, of hey, but Boomer's been hot. Boomer so. has been hot. What, I wonder what that's going to do if, that, if the water will find its level. Okay, well, well so th- this this next one is going to be an interesting one, seeing how we end up yeah. here, because this is kind of a big toss-up here. So the next game we've got is Kentucky at Florida. Florida's minus 5.5 after a big win last weekend. Total's at uh, 52.5. Bert, Bert, how about you start us off here? Yeah, I got, a, I got a quick question. What do y'all, as Ole Miss fans, not as Betors, what do y'all want? Because this is going to, I'm going to circle... Imagine this. I'm gonna circle this back to me. I want the pod, but I want Kentucky to win. Okay. Yeah, you want Kentucky yeah. to win. Yeah, you, you want, want Kentucky okay. to be well, as highly ranked. As well, possible. one thought process is you want like Kentucky to maybe not be as good as you thought, and so there's another perceived like automatic dub. But okay, you nah, see, I, I, even if, even if they lost, like, even if they lost this game, they would still be. I want them to be right high. Unless they got blown high. out, which I don't. You think still, they still have your respect. Okay. Well, um, I saw a really cool stat on Twitter. Uh, earlier this week, and it was I think it was I went I think it went back the past five years and did not include the COVID year, which was the all SEC schedule. Yeah, but it was basically game two for uh, Mark Stoops. He covers every time, and a lot of times it's the Florida game with the way the schedule falls for them. They usually play Florida week two, like the uh, the Felipe Franks injury year. I remember yeah. that being week two because we uh, beat Colorado State for our only win of the year. Who? Who? Um, <laughs> When Felipe Franks, our quarterback, yeah. the next year got hurt. Arkansas's quarterback. Arkansas. Arkansas had okay. lost that day. I, I didn't know who you were talking about. Dude, yeah. Florida and Arkansas. Cut this part. I, went, I went way into the Hawks there. But, uh, no, we're leaving that. No, no, we have to leave that. <laughs> 100% going with the history of Stoops covering <clears throat> on week two, plus five and a half. I think the big overreaction of the week is Florida. Yes, yeah, so Anthony Richardson, all the credit in the world. That, like, fake jump pass, yeah, two-point conversion thing. It's good game. Like, only a good player can make that play. But to put them at number 12 yeah. that quick, we don't know how good Utah Were they even is. ranked prior? No, Not no. ranked. Dude, I, I, mean, I want to see how many teams they had. They were probably like in the what, 30s ranked. Fifth or seventh? seventh. They were seventh. Yeah, this is that was the biggest overreaction of week one is that Anthony Richardson is the Heisman winner and Florida is the national champion. Nothing to 12. And look, Utah traveled across country, played in the swamp and at night. Like a lot of things were going on there. They're geeked up. That was and they were very close to winning that game. Very close. I bet you none of the girls in Florida went so. People, you all, yeah, don't definitely. Yeah, not. so they were all confused. And you also got to remember reaction in the opposite way. Miami, Ohio, and Kentucky were tied at halftime. Oh, and uh, yeah. Kentucky, we don't know if Chris Rod reject. Rod, yeah, is that their running back? back? That's yeah. what I had, had that. And then, but uh, that smoke guy's back, and then I think they had one other guy suspended. They don't know if he's back. So they don't know about they, the running back. Stoops no. won't say anything. So obviously, that is really going to matter. Apparently, he got a DUI and he took a bunch of NIL money and didn't show up to like anything. That's oh, so shit. boss. Yeah, no, <laughs> what a bad. That's the actually. world we're going to live in. Yeah. So, but no, biggest overreaction week one, I'm on Kentucky. Way too much. This this spread should be like a pick em right now. Just because Florida had a, had the crazy game and won and everyone was watching. No, no, no. Give me Kentucky. Also, the under 52 and a half. Like you said, Stoops is always ready for week two. The tape's out now. And Kentucky, without their running back, is going to rely a lot on the quarterback, Levis, who, I don't know. I mean, This is the prove-it game for this Levis. This is the prove-it game for him. 
Their offensive line struggled big time against Miami, Ohio last week. They replaced a ton this year. That was their biggest question mark coming in. If they don't have the running back back, they're not going to be able to run the ball, which means Florida's defense will be able to like get pressure on third and long against Levis. So I like the under 52 plus the underdog. That's a juicy, juicy combo there. Boomer, what you got? Give me Kentucky money line. Let's go. I'm, oh. I'm, 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 I'm on it. Uh, I, 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 I do believe in Kentucky. I think last week, Miami, Ohio, that might have been a very, that's a, that's a, as much as a week, week one, one can be a local, yeah. be a look at spot. It was obviously you need to focus on the first game, but at the same time, when you have Florida week two, like you obviously are thinking about that mostly, and you're also not wanting to show your full hand of what your offense and defense is capable of. Kentucky still covered the spread too against Miami. Like, like they were tied at halftime, sure, but they still covered against Miami Ohio yeah. even in a look ahead spot. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kentucky money line, and you know I'm gonna put this in early because if they end up getting their running back back. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I've not really seen anything as far like indicating like a timeline of when they might say that he's available. He, he but made it seem like it's like it's, internal. It's like it's yes. not like well, students made it seem like it's not his choice, which is really weird. And uh, I think uh, Calipari is making this decision. Well, yeah, or the AD who's handling their sandbox. It's obviously fight. a basketball school, so Calipari, if it was his, Calipari's choice. Yeah, Calipari Rodriguez play. is not playing. No, I don't think he would let him play. Yeah, yeah actually, you know what? This this leads me even further onto Kentucky because then students would be like, all right, you've let some of Kentucky players play when they maybe shouldn't have. Prove it, yeah. Especially yeah, so, yeah, so you got got to play thing. fair, especially considering the AD's gotten hands deep in this little conflict they've had. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm going to take Kentucky. We'll, we'll, we'll see the day of, but 1,000% plus the 5.5. Now, I did not add this into my revenge play factor game because Florida lost to Kentucky last year. But Hangover. New, new head coach, yeah. new like Richardson wasn't even starting that game. Total wipe the slate clean type thing. Like yeah, side. Kentucky's like always seeking revenge against Florida no Facts. matter what year. They lost like yeah, 28 in a row. Yeah, and by like two points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Boomer, what's our next one? Uh, next one, uh, it's a little, this is, I guess, technically a Hogs preview. Uh, Baylor's at BYU. Uh, BYU's minus three and a half. Total's at 53 and a half. Uh, Bert, what you got? Yeah, this is why I asked that question earlier of like, who do you want to win? Kentucky or Florida like do you want Kentucky to be really good at that point in the season and then we get BYU in a similar spot in the season but uh I was just thinking about it our schedule is so brutal I would rather Baylor just run them over and BYU just suck so because it's gonna be mid-October actually when we play them and I would be so worn out with like single digit lines for the hogs that I'm just gonna (laughs) want a a nice win please yeah uh I I mean I was at the Sugar Bowl with y'all. Yeah. I thought that Baylor, granted, I know Corral was gone, but from an offensive line and defensive line perspective, yeah. Baylor was pushing it. The public is heavy, heavy on uh, Baylor right now. Heavy on Baylor? I'm, I'm heavy on Baylor, too. Um, I don't think it's 72% legal to bet in Utah, though. So it's probably always that way. Revenge factor here for me BYU went to Baylor last year and lost. In a heartbreaker, both teams were ranked in the top 15. Uh, so give me BYU back at home. I know this is also lays into the lay the three and a half, take the two and a half. So double system play here. Give me BYU to cover. I like, I respect Baylor. Dave Rand is a hell of a coach. I, I like your line of, you know, in the trenches thought. But you forget, BYU's got all those... Samoans, the the Pacific Isles guys that come in. Yeah, the they're trench daddies too. They may or may not have girlfriends. Yeah, well, you know, they probably do, but they're soaking. No alcohol still. Give me BYU minus three and a half. Uh, system play and 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 the public is on the other side. Triple system play. Yes, with revenge Easy, factor. easy, oh. easy. On to the next Fuck one. Me. On to the next one. Uh, so there. next game we've got is Mississippi State going out to Arizona. Arizona's catching 11. Totals at 59.5. Yeah, I got this under at 62 earlier today, which I'm glad I jumped on. In no way, shape, or form should an SEC defense allow more than like 20 points to a Pac 12 offense. Probably not even that. I get State, you know, is probably middle of the pack in terms of SEC defense, but they would be like the number one defense in the Pac 12. <laughs> Arizona, new head coach, they were. 
I think they were winless two years ago. They started the season like 0-8 last year, but showed some spunk towards the end with a new head coach in his first year. They won their first game as six-and-a-half-point dogs at San Diego State. They're kind of feeling themselves. they got some momentum with at least Who's their coach, coach now? I have no idea. He's a new head I don't know. I know he's new. I know he's one year in. But he's 1-0 this year. 1-0 this Well, he was he – was, had him rallied at the end of last year, too. All I'm saying is they're going to be geeked up for an SEC team coming. If you can prep for Mike Leach's offense, you know what's coming, and you can just hang back and make him dink and dump it down the field. So I see State scoring like 35 points and Arizona scoring like 14 points or maybe 20 points. But under here is what I like. I had it at 62. It's a 59.5, as Boomer said. Give me the under. I can't take State, but give me the under. Uh, I think I'm going to take State here. Uh Rodgers, granted, with the fucking rain, or excuse me, uh, with the rain delay last weekend. We have, a, we have an E next to our name. You can drop Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we can drop F-bombs here. The, when he just put up the most 400-yard passing games of all time in the SEC or something like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. I, I think State's not bad. State's I, very good. Yeah, no, I think State's good. Now, I, now, very good could still get you, like, Third to last, and that's yeah, 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 no, but but honestly, if I think about it right now, if like if we had to play state like next week, I would bet you state's probably favored. Yeah, now at the end of the season, when we're yeah, that play, could be a I'll different story. Chances. But uh, but yeah, no, so I I, I kind of like state here, so I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna lay the eleven points uh, and see how it goes. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, Bert. What you got? I, I'm with Boomer here. I just I'm I'm high on state all year, and I'll remain to be high on state until they they prove me wrong. Maybe Arizona played the game of their life. There's really nothing to explain that 38 to 20 win over San Diego State. Yeah, but it's I, I do like the under as well because I just don't think it's gonna be. I don't think they can really score on uh, Mississippi State. I know that defense is good, but I'm just going to – I don't really know too much. I didn't do too much research. I'm going to go with what I know, and that is Mississippi State. Also, it's a 10 o'clock p.m. kickoff central time. How many state Southern Baptists are going to be asleep by kickoff? Are they even going to stay up to watch this? uh, Probably probably about half of them. I mean, mean, half of them probably hate Leach anyways. Yeah. So they're like, ah, screw this coach. Screw this Pac-12 boy going back out. But also, doesn't this – I don't know why. If you just, like, looked at these – these two teams' names, Mississippi State with Mike Leach in Arizona, doesn't the 59.5 seem low? Like, I, for that, some reason, yeah. I would think it would seem higher. I mean, that's true. Leach I, I mean, like, if, you, if you just told me, like, I'm saying, like, us not, like, looking into all, all the hours we spend researching this stuff, but, like, that just seems low to me. I mean, well, I it started at minus But I guess, two, I mean, I guess so part I, of Leach's thing is – Dumping it down or, or at Mississippi State, anyways. So like this maybe is first return to so, the Pac-12 so, since uh, probably yeah, probably, probably so. Jed Fish is the Arizona football coach. He was previously the quarterbacks coach for the New England Patriots. Ooh, fun hire. So yeah, a quarterback coach coming in, rallying the boys up. <laughs> yeah, against players a coach, players coach. Players coaching. I mean, a quarterbacks coach from the Patriots coming in against Mike Leach's air raid. That screams over. Yeah, but I, no. I but but, but if, if all the public's on it, I'm probably stay. SEC defense is all I'm telling myself. So that's the 10 o'clock p.m. Fox Sports one. That takes over, I guess, the the Hawaii after dark since they're 50 point underdogs in Ann Arbor this how, weekend. How bad are they? They are like... When you lose by like 35 to Western Kentucky at home after losing by 50 to <laughs> Vandy at home, I mean, you better be a 50-point dog on the road. I don't know how... I don't even think they can cover... I, I think Harbaugh and Michigan could literally put the gear shift at zero in neutral and still score like every play. They'll accidentally score Yeah, exactly. Points. It's, yeah, I mean, that's, that, like, <laughs> they're not trying to run it. Up. No, it they're happens. Be, Harwell's gonna be pissed that they're still scoring. Well, I'm like, th- yeah, I think they're like third string guys probably could just. Yeah, and they're gonna be trying them. their third string. Yeah, guys I think that's something Playing against a bunch of high school kids from Hawaii, it's gonna be bloodbath. All right, that's the slate for this week, boys and girls. That's a ten o'clock late night game. Anyone else, Boomer? You got any late? Any other picks for the card? No, I. I you I don't. Well, yeah, my card was all on on the card. Boomer, big game hunter. 
Yeah. All right, what you got? I got a couple things. Um, I got the over in Missouri, Kansas State. Uh, just because I've seen Missouri Stevens, it's dog water. Yep. But uh, they they utilize that you know they utilize their offense pretty well. I think last Thursday night with the freshman, he got a little tricky. I'm sure he's gonna get even trickier against Kansas State. And then obviously Kansas State, I think they're going up against. I think they could be a good football team this year, a decent football team yeah. this year. No, I love Kansas. State. And they're State. going up against a porous defense. So yeah. That that was just a quick over. I knew I was I was. Add that um, to my card. I was hugging lines too much. Just I needed a little over or a point total to go against. And then I think I'm a sucker for this one, but I like it early. And that is App State plus 19. Ah, last damn. year uh, I got a nice reaction in the studio here, but last year, week two. And I think week two, that's the year that you find out like how good is your team or how well coached is your team. Week two, uh, Texas A&M travels to Colorado. Now, I know this is a home game, but Texas A&M travels to Colorado and wins 10-7. to Doesn't do a damn thing. Quarterback got hurt in the first series. Yeah, quarterback gets hurt. That doesn't help it. But um, That was also at Colorado. This is back in College Station. It's back in College Station, but, dude, I watched that game at 11 a.m. this past Saturday in my – Sam Houston State in that first half until the big rain delay did not look that bad, and all of A&M's points were just big plays. It was just because they had more athletes. I don't, I'm, I'm then sure they went thirty-one have, nothing. They won thirty-one nothing, but it was <laughs> it was a, it was a close. It was, it was ten to nothing. It until was like two minutes it left was a in the half. Very ugly thirty-one to nothing. And, and they hit like a seventy-five yard pass like right before halftime yeah. to push okay. it seventeen. Okay. Uh, I think App State is 12 points better than St. Houston State. I think they would run St. Houston State off the field. So give me that early plus 19. I'm on Texas A&M minus. Uh, I have I took it at 17 earlier this week. I'll take it at 19. Yeah, it did jump pretty good. App State coming off a demoralizing loss to an in-state rival. That was brutal. They gave up 63 points, was it? Yeah. To North Carolina and look, North Carolina like. They fucked around with that game so hard and just kept letting App State come back into it to make it more and more and more of a game to where they kept having to score and score and score. I get North Carolina's defense sucks, but Texas A&M's defense does not suck. App State will not be able to score on A&M's defense, and if, you know, I get North Carolina's offense might be okay, but A&M's offense definitely can't be that much worse. They definitely have more talent than North Carolina's offense, so... I am laying the 19. This is a three-unit play for me in College Station. I love, love, love a right. and here. Yeah, no, this was the only three-unit play I have this, this That's week. That's what that reaction was for. Yeah, well, no, I, I fell back in my chair when I heard you say App State. But I, I, I was just scrolling through here and it kind of brought back some of my thoughts when I was uh, doing a little bit of research. I, I, I like this game, but I like the over in this. Okay. I, I, think, I think A&M is going to want to... You know, after a close first half, that uh, they're going to want to kind of make a statement, and then also I think App State will be able to score some, yep. but they'll be able to score enough. Add that basically. to my card. And in yeah. scoring fifty, App State scores like twenty. I just 20. don't trust Haynes King putting up fifty. Dude, it's and App State. Do you know how much Johnson. more talent A and M is going to have in this team? It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a pure bloodbath. A and M minus. 19 and the over 54. Yeah, 54, yes. Um, the other one I have, or I have two more, another revenge game factor. Now, let me ask you guys, do you consider this a revenge game? UAB Liberty. UAB's first game, they built a brand new stadium in downtown Birmingham. The first game was midway through the season, because it wasn't quite ready to start the season, was against Liberty and Malik Willis and Hugh Freeze coming into Birmingham the stadium had been sold out for months. Liberty came in and kicked their ass, 38-3. Do you consider that a revenge? Even though it wasn't, like, a close game. I don't, the revenge factor when you get your ass kicked is... is uh, but, like, they were... No, they, so like, they just embarrassed us. Especially if there's a lot of the same guys on the, on the yes. team from last yes. year. They're like, yeah, these so guys whipped our ass. We're a lot better now. Let's go Coaches shoot. are there. Same coaches. Yeah, same but coach. what about quarterback for... Same quarterback for UAB. Uh, Liberty, of course, has a new yeah, quarterback. I, I like it. I like it. And Liberty barely beats the line. It's, it's UAB minus six and a half Ooh. at Liberty. So, I don't know. And Liberty's quarterback's out. I went... Oh, he is? Yeah, I think he's toast for a while. Well, he sucks anyways. But anyways, I'm, I told, I've, I've gone deep into every game to see if there are revenge factors. And that's what popped up for this game. I told you guys I'm tracking revenge factor games all year. 
This is on the card, no matter what. The last one I have is North Carolina, Georgia State, under 65 and a half. Look, like I said, North Carolina and App State combined for 120-something points last week. Look, North Carolina's defense isn't good, but this is Georgia State coming in, and the total is set at 65 and a half. That's a shit ton of points. North Carolina's 2-0. They just had to get into a shootout with App State. They're probably going to cover the spread, lick their wounds, get back out of this game. That's way too many points against a Georgia State team who is, I don't know, probably not that good. Well, dude, well, Georgia State, I mean, other than two block punts that were returned for a touchdown, so they theoretically only gave up 21 points to South Carolina. Yeah. That's a decent, de- decent defense. And I, I, I went back and watched that game because we're playing them this week. Pretty, I mean, they, there were some athletes on that field. And, and you know that North Carolina, after giving up, didn't they give up a ton to FAMU? Yeah, week that was one? minus like half the team. Yeah, yeah, and against App State last week, like if they're ever going to respond, it's going to be this week against the Georgia State team. That whole like defensive staff is under fire if they don't Gene show Chizik. up. Gene Chizik, yes, Gene Chizik, who yeah. <laughs> imagine? Oh wow, he's that, under fire. Talk about uninspirational uh, Gene Chizik there, but still, take that's way too many points. Thirty-five points each, or I guess nine-point spread. So like you know. 40 to 30. That's a shit ton of points. Give me the under in North Carolina, Georgia State. That's my last pick of the week. I I got one last one. I was just scrolling, looking. LSU's playing some FCS school. The spread's not even out there. I'm going to take LSU no matter what it is. Brian Kelly's he's got he's going to have a big bowl gumbo and some shit to prove because it has not been a great week for him uh, on the media wise. Uh, what his friend, his wide receiver called him a uh, wannabe Ed O or something like that. That was fake. I think that was, that was fake. Sports yeah. tweeted that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, that's still hilarious. I still like to imagine there's a little turmoil and or that, that there's perceived t- turmoil. Yes. Maybe there isn't. So there's something to prove. Like I'll shut everybody up. I'm just gonna blow the doors off of the, whoever the hell they're playing. That's so. fair. They, they I also, mean, they could be 70-point spread, but I'll take it. Yeah, Butte did delete everything off his Instagram and social media. That's just a classic game. athlete reaction nowadays. Yeah, it's big like time. One bad thing, go black on Instagram. They're, they're playing time. Southern, though, who is like the HBCU college in South Louisiana who's got like a badass band. Yeah. And so they're doing like this mashup uh, LSU band-off. Southern band-off. So I'm not like telling you to watch this game, but maybe you just watch start drumline. Yeah, drumline. Maybe set a reminder for halftime there, just to tune in and see if you can catch a little glimpse of the show going to be put on with a drumline, just going ham there at Southern and Baton Rouge. But that's it for this week, boys and girls. We'll tweet out the cards on social media before the weekend, and with that, we'll be back on Wednesday. Love you guys. There was something so pleasant about that place Even your emotions didn't let go It's so much space